It has been two years since the trade galaxy was shaken to its core by the actions of a single, mismatched, multi-species crew. Whatever you think of the heroes of Yentao, also known as the Space Squad, one thing is certain. All eyes are watching for whatever they do next. Shobu the warrior. I know. <laughs> this is so cool. He leads you into the fog, running at a steady pace without saying anything to you, his armor quietly jangling. That and your footsteps are the only sounds other than like this distant rumble, almost tectonic rumble, which is slowly building as you run. That orange glow grows and spreads until it then blooms with scarlet and it grows warmer and suddenly maybe 20 minutes later you've been running for a while within a straight line without faltering Shomu suddenly stops and holds out a hand like holds out two hands behind himself and then sweeps them at the ground like gesturing for you to drop we drop yeah, yeah. he goes to one knee and then reaches to his waist and he pulls something small that you can't see into his hand and then raises that hand his right upper hand into the air through his fingers streams bright golden light and from that light a domed glittering shield expands to cover all of you just in time for thundering like a freight train a tide of fire and smoke and ash to sweep away the fog and blast overhead and in that seething mass there are limbs and eyes and hands and Shomu just kneels throughout it all impassive holding up that shield protecting you until at last it is gone and the fog is like rolling back in blackened in its wake and Shomu lowers the shield and just says that was closer than I would have liked. We need to speed up. And he sets off again. Can I take a uh, athletics checks from each of you? Did anyone get 20 or over? No. Did anyone get over 18? I got 19. Okay. Well, fuck. <laughs> I got 17. It's so close. Corel's fine. Anyone under 10? Two levels of exhaustion. <gasps> oh, no. Anyone under 18, one level of exhaustion. Oh, no. <laughs> and then over that, Corel, you're fine. Uh, what do those do? Level one, yeah, disadvantage and ability checks, and then two is speed halved. The reason I just had you roll that is that it you run after Shomu for what feels like days. You haven't seen the flame, the fire tide, since that time it rolled over you. It's just been grey nothingness and he hasn't really spoken to you that whole time either he's just concentrating on leading you somewhere but now he does finally stop he raises a hand again golden light once more like spilling through his fingers and then time ticks 10 seconds 20 until finally the fog parts in front of him exposing a door stay close you don't want to discover what will happen if you try to pass through the barrier alone. And he opens the door. 
Beyond it is a garden. A hexagonal courtyard overflowing with blossom and buzzing insects, with a walled pond at its centre. The courtyard seems to be in some kind of dell. There's like tall, irregular hills around the hollow, walling it in. Can I take a perception check, please? With disadvantage for most people. Yep. Okay, 20 and above. 21. 15 to 20. 15. Uh, 15. Uh, 19. 19. In that case, you all perceive what these hills truly are. They are the enormous body of an Apelton queen. Oh god. Coiled around this courtyard. And you as you kind of look up and realize what's ha- what's what is here, um you can just about see her breathing, but other than that she is entirely still. And Shomu like seems to kind of sag in place for a second, like finally showing a bit of tiredness. And then goes to kneel by the pond, bends and starts washing his face and unbuckling like his pauldrons and some of his armor. What do you do? I walk up to Shomu, point at the pond, and I'm like, can I get in? You can do whatever you would like. Bath time. (laughs) You jump into the pond. I check on Faraday, see how she's doing with two levels of exhaustion. Oh no, just the one. I'm still going to check on you though. (laughs) It was far. Yeah. You know, I don't know why, but I'm actually feeling okay. (laughs) I think it's probably the adrenaline corral. Ah, fair, fair. Speaking of, please don't piss her off. Well, she's asleep. I'm not going to wake her up. Good plan, good plan. I'm going to go over to Schlurp and be like, you doing okay? I'm I'm fine. You all look close to death though. Oh no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Oh god. I just need to take a little nap. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna get off Bugsy and like kind of check he's alright. Pat him, give him some I think I sat jerky in my bag for him. I'm gonna have some of that. Yeah. And I guess I just, like, explore the garden. Out of curiosity, do I still have the feather beard or is that just gone? I'm going to say it is fallen off during this long, during this long, long journey. Fair enough. I, I gathered some of the feathers. I could use this for something later. Um, But yeah, like, I look around the garden, just kind of take a look around. It feels like a dream. Too lovely. Too perfect. No sign of the fog. Does this feel like the like physically like the last time I was in this realm? What do you mean? I don't know, just like a vibe. It's hard to describe. I mean, the air is alive with magic. Like this is undeniably the Pantheon. I think Shlub does like quickly check their heads because they remember last time they were in this place, they were a bit weirdly ethereal, so they just kind of check in, yeah. Yeah, you're still you. Okay, still here. Hopefully next time I come out, I won't have a different body. Uh, as you're exploring the courtyard, Schlepp, you're kind of finding the edges of it. The queen is um, kind of coiled around the exterior of that wall, like plugging up the gaps, as it were. As you explore, I feel like looking at the architecture, the way this is structured, I feel like you get this weird feeling that this this structure looks like it's supposed to be on top of something. Right. Like the way the wall is, it's like the top of a castle with like one brick tall, one brick low, one brick tall, one brick low. 
So either something beneath us or this fell down or was taken down. Like, is the architecture of any specific people or is it just like nothing I've really seen before, just in terms of style? It reminds you of two things. The stones are coral toned and the cap of each tall stone is a triangle. It's a little bit Pelton and it's a little bit Namazir and it's very strange. I think I go to Shomu. God, that sounds weird. <laughs> and I say, so fire. That's bad. He looks up at you. One of you used fire. Shub doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't say anything. I'll take that as a yes then our time is even more limited than it would otherwise have been. Fuck. <laughs> is, it, is it just fire that's a no-no here? You don't know how this world works yet. We just got here. And to be fair, you haven't... You've specifically asked us not to ask questions, and we've been very respectful in that regard up to this point. Yeah, you said fo- follow you. We did follow for days, and we've got here. Can we talk a little bit? His brow creases a little in confusion. I was not criticizing you. This is... I have been told I am intense. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, of course you are. You're Shobu. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Big deal meeting you. Yeah, you've got a reputation? He... His expression turns wry and he just goes, I'm aware of my reputation. Anyway, you don't know how it works here yet. So, let me tell you, this realm is magic. Magic doesn't inhabit this realm. This realm is entirely magic. And the gods are avatars of different aspects of the magic of this world. So by using fire, you're not just using fire, you're directly pulling on a piece of him. Does that make sense? Is that why when I cast Featherfall, I grew a beard of feathers? <laughs> he just stares at you and it's just like... <laughs> it happens. It happens. We'll just breeze past that. Is this is this funny to you? No. Do no. you understand what has happened? <sighs> I've been waiting a very long time for anyone who could help. Well, that's what we do. And no, it's not funny to us. It's just been a very long few days and... Weeks, months. We do appreciate what you've done, saving us from that massive um, flame of fire. Yes. So I do appreciate that. I don't think we said. Thank yes, you. very good. Thank you for that. It's what I'm here for, to make sure that you live. Okay, so why don't you tell us more about what happens next? What do you mean? You said we have a shorter time than we uh, thought, so I assume that means we can't stay here. And I did see some uh, buildings and structures further away when I um, look through my uh, my mirror of, of truth seeing. Shemu nods. The resonant of the god of truth. I think we need to see all the weird stuff we'd normally have to explain to people. He's just going to say, cool, and then we can move on. Yes, well, I mean, given who we're talking to and where we're talking to him, I think, like, I, like, pointed the... Because, like, I think you said he had a 
was a like blood red teardrop on his pauldron on his left upper pauldron so we all know like we all know what we're who we're resonating with who are you resonant with his expression turns wry again and he says i am shomu the warrior god of war oh and he extends one hand out to the slumbering queen and says you are looking at the only two survivors of the events that set everything in motion i thought you would have a plan our plan was to come in here and see if anyone else knew what to do that's not a plan it's a beginning of a plan we had no concept of what was on the other side of this portal. So you are still gathering knowledge? In effect, yes. We know some things. We know some things. We, we, we know uh, where the um, event started. I personally have a theory as to what um, triggered it. I imagine as a survivor you know even more. But... No, I, I remember little of the dance. The dance? I'm not familiar with that. We haven't heard about that part. We came from a, a scientific research lab where people with far more science than sense were experimenting on themselves to give themselves godlike powers. And my personal theory is that they went far too far, gave someone godlike fire powers that they didn't uh, earn or deserve to have, and they completely lost it and went on a rampage. What? Godlike fire powers. What well, I mean, you, that's just a personal theory. What are you talking about? Listen, the end of the universe started here in the Pantheon. Really? Is that not why you're here? To find out how to stop it? To stop it, yes. You're still at the finding out stage. Fuck! <laughs> feel a bit of judgment here. There is a lot. What do you need? What What do you need me for? I've done my job. My job was to make sure Pyrrhos didn't just kill you. And again, great. Thank you. Very good. So who is Pyrrhos? Pyrrhos? Pyrrhos is the... Well, Pyrrhos now is what remains of the elemental god of fire. What do you mean what remains? So Are they no longer a god? Are they something different and worse he's still a god as far as i know i don't know if that can be taken away but he's not who he was unless he was always like this secretly but i doubt that so you knew him beforehand yes and he shrugs a little bit and says friend of a friend oh god they're work acquaintances <laughs> <laughs> oh god So you're saying he's he's undead, like like the the big fire boy that we fought, the vanguard, the Pyrrhic vanguard. Van yeah, that was undead. Pyrrhic vanguard. Yeah, yeah. They they yes they were they were his spirits once, like Jiahu. Jiahu. Oh um, Aliula flute. Aliula. What about her? Okay, okay, okay. Um, but so... You are the resonant of the god of music. Yes. You have big shoes to fill. 
yeah, I'm becoming very aware of that. And I have come into the acquaintance of a couple of her spirits in our plane. Some of her spirits survived. Apparently, mm-hmm. at least two of them. I thought I and Romet were the only survivors. Wait, shit. Do I have the bell with me? <laughs> Do you have the bell with you? Jeez. I probably. Oh my god! No! <laughs> No. If there was ever a time for Bruno. No. I thought Paige was joking. No. Okay, so one one of them, I am currently unaware of where she may be, but the other one, um, you can meet him if you'd like. Shamu frowns and is just like, all right. I don't know. You, you said the last two survivors. I thought you'd like to know, like, there's some some other people left. I don't personally know any spirits but is he all right you call he he his name is bruno and you say this was a servant of alayula yes i think he said before that he only became a spirit when everything had happened i think i know of no spirit called bruno do you know of one called Diahu? Yes. A sweet thing. Incredibly so. Frost. And a flute. Yes? Yes, she was always with Alayula. Her and Sing. They were inseparable. Okay, well. Sorry, everyone, but I think this is the time where he... Something that he needs to be present for. Um, So I get reached to my bag and I get out the bell... And I give it a few, uh, give it a few dinglings. The bell glows, and then the glowing outline reforms into the silhouette of a familiar Araswati with undulating wavy horns. His fur almost entirely covered in green rings. Uh, Bruno drops to his knees and says, "Schlaup," and then stops, <laughs> looks around, and is like, <laughs> "Where are we?" We're in the Pantheon. Where? Where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's Shomu the Warrior. That's Sh- of course it is. <clears throat> Lord Shomu. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and Shomu leans over Bruno, dwarfing him, and then peers very closely into his face, and then looks up at Yushop and says. This one is tethered to you. Wait, wait, what? This one, the spirit. And Shomu kind of idly puts a hand, massive hand on Bruno's head and turns it to face you. <laughs> as if Bruno is a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, goes, I wish, I wish. This spirit is tethered to you, not to Alayula. Her mark is missing from his soul. Wait, so... He doesn't have Eliula's mark, he has... Yours. Right. Right. So who created him? I'm lost too. What are you, Bruno? Bruno, okay. I'm I'm thinking we never actually talked about this. What is the first thing that you remember, like, in your entire life? I know it's a big question, but I think we need to discuss it right now. My first memory? Um... Cold. I was cold. And then I awoke under 
a bridge in uh, Lagoshmisity on um, Sarasa, or uh, uh, Araswati homeworld? I just... I wandered for a long time until I met you. Do you know how long you wandered for? Was it like... Would it happen to be three years before you met me? Just... Why? Is that important? Because that's when I was... I guess you call born? No, I, I don't know. I don't think it was long. Why? Uh, oh boy. And then Bruno just goes, his mouth goes round and he goes, Am I you? What are you saying? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure this stuff that out. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> um, show me. Yes. If you can see souls. Yes. What is Schlurp's soul like? Because we don't really know why or how you have magic. Yeah, AI with magic, as far as I can tell, still pretty rare, and I can do it, and I still don't know why. As you're talking, Shamu leans over you, Schlurp, and ah. just gets way too close. Hello? There is a wound here. Like a scar. On my soul? Yes. And one thing is certain. You are not meant to be in here. And he wraps one knuckle very gently on your metal shoulder. So, Shomu. Yes. So, as you say, we are here to try and gather some information. Because we know a little about what happened on our side. We've seen the evidence of a massive galaxy-spanning war that devastated all uh, life above a certain level of technological development. And we fear it's about to happen again. We don't really know what happened on this side. The dance, as you put it. If we understand that, maybe we can understand better how to stop it happening again. If you want to know how it started... You will need to go to the staircase. Alright. Can you take us there? No. That's not my realm. So it's not in this expanse. Where is it then? The staircase is everywhere. But, seeing as I see no Teresial amongst you... Lirale lifts her hands and is like, I'm not quite there yet, but... I've got these marks. He seizes your wrists and says, then there's a chance. But you're not him yet. Especially not without the temporal trident. You will need to go to where the staircase connects to the avenue. Which I'm guessing is the buildings we saw on the horizon. Buildings you saw on the horizon. I suppose so. Okay, so I suppose my fellow heroes, that is our next destination. And Shomu, we could do with your help. I know it's I know it's been a lot and we're no, calling you to action again. He's already nodding. Okay. He straps back on one pauldron back on and just says I lived. I lived. And everything and everyone I know is gone. Twice over now. Whatever you can do, whatever you intend to do, I will be there to help. Romet, he says, gesturing at the queen who still lies still. 
she spared me. I suppose I should introduce you to her as well, although she won't be able to reply. Um, he stretches an arm out to the gigantic form of the queen encircling the courtyard and says, This is Romet, the goddess of mercy. So is she dead or? I don't know. She has been like this ever since she spared me. Hmm. All I know is that we were at the dance. There was a bright light. And then I woke up. Yes, I have to ask, why were you at the dance? I mean, just there's a, there's a, there's a chunk of our historical record on you that we recently found out is not doesn't make any sense so i just want to know why you were there i'm a god all the gods attend the dance yes, yes but you weren't always a god. when did you become a god i became a god on my hands and knees in my own battle station he looks very tired he stands and turns away from you and like almost walks away and then stops himself and says war has defined most of my life it did. It defined my life. It's in my name. It's what I am now as a god. The war of empires, the war between the Namazir and the Apelta, it was evil. I think most conflicts are. It was an evil thing. People did evil things. I did evil things. There came to a point where it was impossible. It became impossible to me to continue as I had. I could see how the tactics I had developed, the technologies I had encouraged, I could see where they would spiral to and I had an opportunity to stop it. So I faked my death and I took the artificial intelligences, the children that I had used to wage war, and I hid them. And I died. I died trying to stop that kind of warfare from continuing or being possible again. Does that answer your question? Enough. Though I do have one question. What did you what did you find when you went below Anatar? If you're asking about the origins of compulsion, then yes. I knew that your people did not always have that power. Krell just turns their eyes to 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 the bulk of Ramit. Mercy, eh? Right, well, that's enough. That's enough questions from me, I think. Before you go anywhere, you need a plan. You also need to rest. I can help with one. And he just kind of sighs tiredly and is like, I hope that you find what you need to while you're here. He walks to the side of the courtyard and just sits down against it. What are you guys going to do? 
Well, it seems as if we're going to rest and then I think set off for what did you call it? It was the thing that leads to the stairway. The, the, the avenues. Avenue. The avenues. We're going to set off for the avenues. We need to rest, but we need to have a plan. Yes. As well. Rest first. Yeah. Okay. So you rest in this courtyard. If it's all right, Corel is going to go and try and talk to Romit. Everyone else settles down to rest. Corel, you quietly slip to the edge of the courtyard and climb over a broken piece of wall and just start tracing her coils to try and find her face or some part of her that you can talk to or find more, find out something from. Uh, you do eventually find it. I think it does take you a while. This is the largest Pelton queen you've ever seen, bigger even than Anaset. When you find her, I think that there is a moment of disquiet because she is a ruin. She's terribly injured and her eyes are like slits and what you can see of them is like glazed over. And she's just kind of breathing and now that you're near her face you can hear it better and it's just this kind of wet wheeze. For a moment Corel just takes in this... <sighs> sight sound that they could not have imagined seeing before then their claws fingers start to move towards the straps of their helmet hesitating for a moment but then closing eyes and just an in deep intake they remove their helmet oh fuck okay you feel her the second you lift it from your head, Corral, you feel her. Annabelta, here? Yes. How, how is this possible? We workers can be capable of quite amazing things given the opportunity. You are a worker. What that's worth? Who are you, little one? I am Corel of the New Colony. The New Colony? Who? Of the New Colony? Corel just opens up their mind and just gives her everything. She surges in and you can feel... The way she kind of, you you offer up your memories, your life up to her like an open book and you can feel her gently take it from you and flip through its pages. It's interesting. She knows what she's doing with this power. You can feel how she could take you, crush you, hurt you and yet she's very gentle and she gently, gently, gently rifles through the pages of your life, looking through your eyes seeing the new colony, seeing Ulial, seeing hope and ambition and Sanset in her chamber underneath the dell back in New Analu. And then finally she pulls back and she says, I would do it again. Why? Because before compulsion, we were a warring people. We would never have made it to the stars. 
without it. No, I can't accept that. The Namazir, the Pluene, the Araswabi humans, they all made it to stars without such cruelty. Cruelty? Little one. I know cruelty. I know its taste, its smell. I know everything about cruelty. And I would do it again. And I know it brought cruelty, but it ended it too. And perhaps I exchanged one cruelty for another. But we are a star-bound people now. We are in a position where a queen can maintain power without... Well, I suppose you have nothing to compare it to. Would you like to see? Would you like to see what we were before? Yes. Show me. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And oh, no. this time, Corel, it's almost like you can feel yourself being lifted by a great hand up to someone else's picture book. And then you're held there as it opens in front of you. And you see through a much larger pair of eyes. Without compulsion, the queens could only hold small colonies very small that through her eyes you see a world of pint-sized queens you see a world where individual colonies constantly fight each other underneath the battered surface of anatar trapped on this dirt ball of a world fighting over ever dwindling resources and it was horrendous it was horrendous and you can kind of feel Romet's own desperation. It's like you're you're sensing what she went through. I saw compulsion as a way to stop the fighting, and it did stop the fighting. But it was a bit of a be careful what you ask for. I think I understand, probably better than I ever have. But I do not forgive you. I have to believe there was another way. I hope you find a way. Oh, we will. We will. The new colony will prosper. And Sunset, she will grow larger than any queen ever has. And Romit laughs at that. And then she says, Good luck. You rest. You take some time in this little bubble of sanctuary that Romet created. You take some time and you recover from what it took to get here. Shomu's quiet during this time. He just sits off to the side, cleans his armor, swings his axe every now and again. His movements are, it's almost like he's doing them in his sleep. You get the impression that he's been here alone for a very long time. And eventually, you feel ready to move on. 
and Shomu comes to you, Faraday, and says, I have a means for you to get to the avenue, but it is dangerous. Okay, what is it? This place wasn't always here. It has organically grown around mine and Romet's presences out here in the wastes. My actual seat is on the avenue, along with all the other pantheonic gods. And this tower, it knows that. So it's connected? Yes, via a door. The only real problem is that, well, the avenue is occupied by Pyros. If Pyros has the avenue and we need to go to the avenue, I don't think we're ready to face him yet. He looks very old for a second, Faraday, and he says, I don't think it will be you who will be facing him. Oh. And he touches the hilt of his enormous double-bladed like double -bladed great axe and says, I think this is the real reason why I survived. It seems like a very noble reason. That's a pretty way to describe it. And then he puts a hand up and says, I, I'm at peace with my part in it all. I won't be the one to change things or save them, but I, I can be the one. And he nods. And he says, I can be the one to help you make that happen. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What's your favorite food? My favorite food? You know... I really, really like mudfish. I knew it! I See, I wrote a report on you when I was in third grade. And my teacher said, no, there's no way that Shomu the Warrior's favourite food is mudfish. And I knew it because I read it in a book. But no, I had to get, uh, I had to redo it. And I, oh. You ooh. wrote a report on me. <laughs> yeah. Because you're kind of famous, dude. He looks you up and down and just goes, how long has it been since the war for you? It's been centuries. And they still talk about me? Yeah. But not just the wars that you won. You know, about the people you inspired and your daily routine. And we went on a trip once to, like, see what an old Namazir warship was like. And it's all any of us can really ask for, right? To be remembered. So yeah, Corel, who has been off a ways, comes back and they are very distinctly not wearing their helmet anymore. I will shoot Corel a quizzical glance. I give a thumbs up. Right, before we set off, we probably do need a plan. So, getting to the avenue is not going to be easy. And when we get there, things are going to get a little complicated. I don't know how much time we're going to have there, so we probably need to work out, well... If we need the staircase, we're probably going to need the trident, right? Maybe. I mean, maybe it'll just respond to you. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, maybe when we get on the avenue, if we can find a quasi-safe place for ten minutes, I can meditate on it? I mean, with all the other artifacts we found, we've just kind of found them. We weren't really looking for them. So, was to say, it won't be, th won't be the same for your trident. Trust in destiny, Lorelei. All of that going I, around. Unfortunately, that may have to be a bridge that we cross when we get to it. Yes. Okay, so we're going 
to the avenues and we've got to find the staircase and that connects the avenues. So Shomu, have you seen where in the avenues it connects? Where we need to go, basically. The staircase doesn't have a set place. The staircase is everywhere. So when you're talking about a staircase, is this like, does it literally look like stairs? Or is this one of these like metaphorical things where we call it a staircase, but it looks like something different? I've only ever been on the staircase once. Understand, it is still a realm. It is his realm. The way that my stronghold and this place are mine it is Theresial's realm. It is a very dangerous place. So what we really need a plan for is getting to the avenue. So once we're there, unless the trident helpfully appears onto us, then I can sit down and consolidate my magic and see if I can force a portal open. I mean, the library's there as well, right, Shlark? I'm pretty sure, like, I think kind of everything's on the avenue, if that makes sense. You were in that library for a long time. We don't have to dwell on how long. <laughs> Corel sort of like lifts the finger up from him and then puts it down. Yes, don't worry. I know I'm not trying to, um, The reason I mention it is you were there for that long. You didn't get consumed by the flame, by Pyros, right? So that yes. implies at least the library is somewhat safe, right? The library? Broker's Vault. The Broker's Vault has no special protections on it. We don't know that the time... So the amount of time Schlepp spent in the Broker's Vault was significantly longer in the Broker's Vault than it was in our world. It was less than a second to us. Also, I'll point out, I interacted with Kavoris. Kavoris is now super dead, so... It's entirely possible that Schlepp went back in time to go to the Broker's Vault. Oh, God. No. Things have broken here since the dance. I, I don't see how that would be possible. Don't so how could, I have, how could I have met Kavoris if he is, if you are the only survivors? I don't know. Great. Great. This is great. This is fantastic. And you saw the avenues. They were in ruins, right? Yeah. I remember you told us. No fire, just a lot of corpses. Yeah. So it, it was after the event. Interesting. Well, we've got our answer to that question. There's no special protections. So whatever kept you safe, um, I guess we can't rely on that. Okay. Well, the rest of it will work, will work out as we go. Brace yourselves. Let's get going. And Shomu leads you to the outer edge of the courtyard and then presses his hand to the wall and the bricks change in front of him, uh, reshaping into a, an open archway, uh, which leads onto a corridor which descends down in a long slope and he heads down it. Hold on. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I will go first. Uh, as the person with the most hit points. Yes, please. <laughs> I will go first. I'll be the tank. I got my shield out. I've got my, uh, you know, my weapons on the belt ready. I'll leave the rear with Bugsy. I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace. So as long as everything, everyone is within 30 feet of me, you get an extra plus 10 to your stealth. Okay. Noise. The passageway continues. Its descent in a very, very gentle spiral. You pass maybe two, three loops 
until it comes out into a circular room. And on the far side of the room to the doorway that you exit is a door, a metal door. It's odd actually, there's like, the door is barred by a shimmering golden field and suspended directly in front of the door is just a small teardrop shaped piece of chitin. I'm kind of holding the door closed and Shomu holds one hand up and says, they could be just on the other side of the door. Could we listen or does your shield also block sound? He shakes his head and says, we can try. Ear up to the door. Go on, Lorelei. <laughs> you have to creep closer though, I think. So can I take a stealth check and then a perception check? 15. You're okay. Uh, Lorelei, you creep closer and then roll me perception. Dirty 20. Okay. With a dirty 20, you creep closer and then tilt your head, trying to listen through the faint hum of that golden field holding the door shut. You can hear... You can't hear breathing or footsteps or anything. There's a very, very faint crackling, like a campfire. And I just look back at everyone, put a finger up to my lips, and point back through the door, basically mime that there's something out there, and to keep stum. And I think she'll also point and indicate maybe like a semicircle around the door, and then if she's holding a sword or a blaster just as a suggestion we all gang up and when show me brings the thing down if we open the door and just go bam, 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 bam. <laughs> i mean i've got a <laughs> literally what you're suggesting is we breach and clear yeah i have a sword i guess that i've never used <laughs> you arrange yourselves around the door and ready your weapons Knees like bent, arms locked, like anticipation building. And then Shomu reaches out a hand and plucks that little piece of chitin from the air. And the golden light stutters and then dies, leaving you in like abrupt silence. It's quiet for a second. And then the door explodes inwards. Hey, it's Paige Dolby Evans, your game master, host, and resident dog person. I just wanted to say that the Junket podcast wouldn't be possible without the talents of the lovely people behind the characters. That's my wife Leonie as Dr. Faraday Zenith Lewis, Duncan as Corel, Elle as Captain Mitchell Crick, Shona as Schlurp, and Jess as Lorelei Widewanderer. Our show is powered by a modified version of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. To learn about the custom rulings, mechanics, and aliens that make our game possible, you can visit our website, thejunkitpodcast.com, or just ask us on Twitter at thejunkitpod. Lastly, if you're both willing and able, you could support the show over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thejunkitpodcast. That's all from me. See you in a fortnight.